It's another episode of Delisted, the podcast. I'm Michael Kang. And I'm Allison. We're back. Yeah, we for- we took last week off because, Allison, you went on vacation. So how was it? I did. I went to Florida, and it was cold as fuck. It was so cold. <laughs> I was like Like Central my- Florida? Like, Oh, no. I was like North Florida. Like, when I say North Florida, I mean, like, the north of Florida. Like, I should have What's known What's North was- Florida? Like, near... Like Dustin, Panama City Beach, like the kind of Florida's, you know how they like joke that Florida is shaped like a penis. It's America's penis. It's the the shaft part. Yeah, no, I was in like the taint. You were in the taint. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah, but it was a cold. It was a really cold taint. It was a cold taint. <laughs> it was freezing, but it was good. I mean, I ate three boxes of pop tarts, which feels like a really low number for me. Yeah, no, that's what you do in Florida. Exactly. Yeah, you eat Pop-Tarts and you do meth. I did both. And you kick a gator. You get in a fight with a gator. No, I didn't do that. Okay, next time. Yeah. But Okay, so I, I hope you've come back refreshed and um, cleansed. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not any more tanned. I thought I was going to come back with like dark skin and my hair would have lightened. And like, no, I was, it wasn't like that. It was rainy. So I look the yeah. same. Not that it matters. You can't see me. It's just a voice. But but anyway, so let's um, filthy up your brain yes. and um, with a literal pile of shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein. The worst. So let's just, I mean, what a nice topic to get into right after vacation. Truly, yeah. But accused rapist Harvey Weinstein is now certified rapist harvey weinstein r.i.p celebrate good times (laughs) well it's not all great because while he was found guilty of criminal sexual assault in the first degree for his assault on miriam haley she was a pa on project runway Mm -hmm. and rape in the third degree for his assault on actress jessica mann he was found not guilty of three of the big charges which were uh, first degree rape and two counts of predatory sexual assault right so it was kind of like it was like at christmas time if you asked for peaches and cream barbie and you got sleepover maxi like it's still good you still got you still got something yeah because a lot of people including me thought he was probably gonna get off oh i was michael i wouldn't have bet on this because that's the kind of thing that like a ghoul like a Hell beast does. Hell oh, no. beast. Do not yeah, bet. Yeah, do not bet on Harvey Weinstein. But if I had, I would have bet that he would have gotten nothing. I would have bet that he was like acquitted. Like I just didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen. I think because a lot of people cannot wrap their little brains around how a sexual assault, a victim of sexual assault, would continue to talk to her assaulter. Yeah, I think some people... I mean, many... I mean, I had just people that I would talk to. I'm not going to say <laughs> that... Name that names, was like, Michael. <laughs> that was like, well, why did they do that? And I'm like, oh, gee, this... No. I know any... Or even, let's say, even like workplace harassment. Any woman or man who has experienced workplace harassment, you know that it's the kind of thing where even if you report it, a lot of the time it just kind of gets rushed away and then you still have to work with that person like it happens all the time like as much as you'd love to be moved to another department you're like no i still have to talk to this person 
Like it's, yeah. co- it's so common. It's so common. Yeah. So because of that, I thought he was going to get off. But um, Annabelle Shior, she testified and that was really rough. Um, mm-hmm. She told the court about how Harvey raped her in the 90s. And since her accusation wasn't within the statute of limitations, he was in charge for assaulting her. But um, prosecutors used her testimony to push a guilty verdict on the predator sexual assault charges, which he was found not guilty of. Mm-hmm. So if he was convicted on all five charges, he could have gotten up to two life sentences and then some. But now he's facing up to 29 years in prison and a minimum of around six years. And normally, I would be like, six years is not enough, right? But Harvey Weinstein's been pulling this like, poor me, I'm so sick act that like, s- yeah, six years is six years is like two lifetimes to him. So I feel kind of comforted knowing. Well, and he's 67 years old. And he's also old. on top of that, he has four charges of sexual assault in Los Angeles he has mm-hmm. to deal with. Mm-hmm. So Harvey, of course, plans to appeal because what else does he have to do? Yeah. And his sentencing isn't until March 11th. And the judge ordered for him to be taken into custody immediately. Mm-hmm. But his lawyer asked the judge to let him not go to jail prison immediately because he's got back problems. Yeah, right. He's got spring break plans. So he's got back problems. But so he was supposed to go to Rikers. Mm-hmm. But, which is a prison, but he did not go because that goat-footed, wheezy old stunt queen, Harvey, Mm -hmm. complained about chest pains after the verdict. He's such a faker. I know, the judge should have declared him guilty of stunt queen antics for that one. They should have been like, listen, this is not Law and Order SVU. You can stop acting. You're going to prison, Harvey. Yeah, leave it to Mariska Hargitay. Leave the acting to Mariska Hargitay. Quit clutching your chest. So Harvey was taken to uh, Bellevue. And also, Michael, I will say this very quickly. I didn't know that Bellevue was real. I thought that it was like, um, I thought that it was like a New York. Like Batman, Gotham City. Batman or like Pizza Rat. Like I thought it was just something that was like made up about New York City. Yeah, I, I lived, I lived there, real. so I knew, it was, I knew it was real. Yeah, you knew it was real. <laughs> anyway, but so, so Bellevue's real, but go on. So Harvey's lawyer, Donna Rotuno, told reporters that he had high blood pressure and heart palpitations and would be kept at Bellevue for observation before being transferred to Riker. So many of us rolled our eyes at that because Harvey has been, like you said, doing the Bill Cosby thing of looking busted. I mean, he always looks busted, but more busted, busted. more broke down and like sick, frail. He's been doing the most. Like, I'm surprised that he hasn't done the thing where before he like gives talks to the judge or whatever, he's not like, Cough, cough. I'm so sick, Judge. I don't oh, know if I'm going to make it till Christmas, Judge. That's coming. But he was he was using a walker, mm-hmm. which his lawyer claimed he needed after having back surgery. He had back surgery. But the prosecutors, like during the trial, accused Harvey of um, using the walker as a prop and that yeah. he was putting an act for sympathy, which, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah. Of course he was. I'm su- again, it's like I'm surprised he only used a walker and that he wasn't wheeled in on like a gurney with an IV stuck to him and like one of those beep, beep, beep machines and a nurse being like, oh, his pulse is so weak. Well, that's going to come, trust me, on the sentencing. So like Meryl mm-hmm. Streep, Joaquin Phoenix, Daniel Day-Lewis, they all need to get tickets to that sentencing to learn to see what real acting, real acting. is. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he's going to get coronavirus and have like five heart attacks in a matter of minutes. They're going to wheel out a coffin. He's going to fall into it. 
oh, he's going to, like, die, and then um, th- through the use of, like, CGI or, like, Disney magic, there's going to be, like, his ghost that rises up from his body being like, oh, my goodness, and then, like, it'll go back down again, and then he'll wake up and be like, oh, oh I think I died for a second. I mean, it's Allison, elaborate. what drugs did you do in Florida? <laughs> Michael, I already told you. Pop <laughs> Free <laughs> But honestly, like, if he wants to get out of serving any prison time, he should just pull down his chonies and show his dick and everyone will go blind and then he can skedaddle out of there and skip town. And yes, we're going to talk about that because we did not. We did it. We did not. We did not. But this is, okay, yeah, this is where our subscription count goes from like, what do we have, four to zero. I know, we should have saved this for our Patreon because I'm sure one person would have spent $1 on this conversation. No, they would, and then they would have asked for a refund. Demand a refund, yeah. Plus therapy bills. So we would have ended up in the hole. Yeah, we would have been in court. So uh, there were a lot, there was lots of horrifying testimony, like I said, like Annabelle, yeah. yours. But one that got a lot of attention was Jessica Manns because mm-hmm. she described Harvey's genitals. So she described his parts like this. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw him fully naked, I thought he was deformed and intersex. He was he has extreme scarring that I didn't know if he was a burn victim, but it didn't make sense. He does not have testicles, and it appears that he has a vagina. So that got a lot of attention, and mm-hmm. people made jokes, but... Of course. Harvey's fat. And sometimes the fupa eats everything up. I Yeah, I think that's it. I think that if you haven't seen someone who is... A little bit larger before i think especially a guy right oh yeah i've been with large dudes and i wouldn't say it looked like they had a vagina because it did not but like their balls kind of um blend in yeah they get a little bit closer to the body yeah exactly yeah my theory with harvey though is that he was already like he was neither a growing grower nor a shore hold on let me try this one again grower nor a shower is what yeah you're a small jerk i think he was like small he probably had like he's he's like super ragey so i feel like he's one of those guys that's full of testosterone but then his like balls shrank because of the testosterone and so i think he probably was already working with like very small junk add in the fupa add the fupa also add in like he's kind of he's very evil so i feel like he casts like an evil shadow and there's probably a lot that's shadowy shadowy about him so i feel like a lot of it got lost in a shadow as well. Because it's kind of like staring at the devil. Yeah. I'm like, trying to... <laughs> like, things aren't going to be... Like, if you were looking at an angel, like, you'd be able to see everything. And you'd be like, it's beautiful. Like, there'd be a halo illuminating it. Oh, but you're like, saying, yeah. His ugliness made his parts extra ugly. Yeah, yeah he's, like the por- he's like the portrait of Dorian Gray, except for just a dick. And the dick is the portrait. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know what the scarring is about, but I'm scarred now. Yeah. From... <laughs> Yeah, because when I read that, I was like, is she talking about a circumcision scar or is she talking about like Harvey spilled a coffee in his lap and a hot coffee in his lap and like scarred up everything? Yeah, I don't know. Knees to belly button. I don't know. But jurors (laughs) were shown pictures of a naked Harvey Weinstein because Jessica also said they had blackheads all over his body. And if you look at, um, they released courtroom sketches Mm -hmm. and they released courtroom sketches of the jury looking at the pictures and Mm -hmm. surprisingly they were not pulling out their eyeballs. But um, he laid, there was like black, there was like black dots on his back. Yeah, I know. The pictures sort of look like 
Dr. Pimple Popper or like those YouTube, you know, like the thumbnails of like a blackhead video. They were, it was, it was more graphic than I thought. Like I knew that the Harvey Weinstein testimonials and stuff were going to be just devastating, like just awful. I knew they were going to be awful, but I didn't also realize that they were going to be so as like so graphic, like that they were going to get pictures yeah, and he should he should be charged for murdering retinas because many retinas were murdered, including mine, and they're not that great to begin with. So yeah. So moving on from somebody who is moving on from like an absolute gross monster to someone who's not gross, they're not a monster. They're maybe like a little a little wacky looking sometimes. Pete Davidson. So Pete Davidson is back in the news and it's not because he's dating somebody who's he's not dating like an 18-year-old daughter of someone famous or mm. a 55 55-year-old mother of someone famous. He's just he just was doing an interview with Charlemagne the God. Um so they cover everything. I mean, this is like this is Pete Davidson's like Vanity Fair. Like remember in the 90s when Vanity Fair would do a feature on someone and it was like 40 pages long and it was all hidden in the back of the magazine. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Well, sometimes I would like steal a Vanity Fair from my aunt and it would be like, let's say it was like a full page, like it was an issue on like Julia Roberts and there'd be like 10 pages, like this long essay. And then it would be like continued on page 380. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They still do that, I think. Yeah. yeah. But it was like long. This yeah. is to me, this is like Pete Davidson's Vanity Fair. He like Profile. spoke to Charlene yeah. the God for almost an hour and he talks about all kinds of stuff. So like, let's just get right into it. First things first, Pete Davidson said he wants to be a dad. So we all know about Pete Davidson's history with his dad. He lost his father on 9-11. His right. father was a first responder. That's very sad. So Pete really wants to be a dad because he's, I mean, it's obvious like, you know, he's missing something in his life and he's trying to fill a hole. And The thing with Pete is mm-hmm. I always forget that he's only 26 because he talks mm-hmm. old. He looks old. His mm-hmm. posture is old. Like, yeah. he's only 26. I know. He looks like he might have been a peer of Bernie Sanders. No, he's not that old, Allison. <laughs> no, but he he is. He's only 26. Like, yeah. So now he's getting the baby bug. Right. So, yeah, he's got, he definitely has baby fever. So he said, I just want to have a kid. That's it. I think it would be awesome. He said that having a kid would keep me around, keep my head up, which... That's never a good That's reason not. A kid. I mean, That's not it's. A good <laughs> That's re- it's really not. I don't have a kid, and I know that they're not going to like suddenly push you into maturity. Mm-mm, no, no. Listen, I've got a kid, and trust me on this one. It's a lot of work. It's not the kind of thing you do lightly. So, but here's the weird thing. He says that he's thinking about adopting a kid with his mom. Like at the point where I'm like, maybe I should adopt or something. Me and my mom or something just adopt. Why? You young. I don't know. I think everybody's afraid of the Davidson seed. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the people, I just think people assume like my cum's just going to enter there and just start like lighting up in their uterus and then just ruin everything. Is it, okay, I'm, is it weird that I don't think that that's weird? Here, okay, here's where I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird if Pete adopts the kid, right? And is like, I'm going to adopt this kid. I want to have a child. And then he lives with his mom and his mom is like, or he's like, do you want to be a really involved grandma i don't think that's weird what is weird to me is is if him and his mom go into an adoption agency and are like we both want our names on this birth certificate yeah that's weird 
Yeah, that's weird. Because I'm like a mama's boy. I'm not as hardcore as him. So it's like when people were getting on him for that, I was like, I don't think that's weird. But it is weird, like, if they go in and they adopt the baby together. But if they, you know, he gets the baby and then the mom takes care of it when he can't, then that's that's not weird. No, that's super common. I think it's weird if the kid grows up calling him dad and her mom. That's weird. Well... To be perfectly honest, Pete Davidson being a dad, period, is weird because he, like, probably still eats his scabies. (laughs) Scabies. (laughs) Scabs. Scabs. I'm like, if he has scabies. That too. too. Kids should be pushed down lower on the list if he has scabies at the moment. So Scabies, scabs. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. And I mean, also, Pete, so, like, Pete says he wants a kid. Pete lost custody of his pig. I don't know if a kid is the next step for him. But isn't a pig harder? I don't know. Listen, I think it's pig, cat, expensive humidifier, dog, cactus, and kid. I think that's like, if you if you, if you you can handle a pig, you can handle a cat. If you can handle a cat, you can handle an expensive humidifier, and so on and so on. I think like a cat would is easier to handle than a pig. Pigs mm. are like fucking loud. Yeah, but they're, like, goofy. A cat, like... A cat, a cat just stays out of your way. If you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. Mm, maybe. They chew wires, though. Well, pigs, like, shit on your bed. Not that I would know, but... <laughs> yeah, human will shit on your bed, too, Michael. Let's not, let's not act like that's exclusive of pigs. <laughs> so, he also Although, got, you know what? Yeah. The baby will be less of a crybaby than he is, so maybe he'll learn something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Babies are learning tools. Um, so speaking of babies, he talked about um, dating Kaya Gerber, Cindy Crawford, and Randy Gerber's daughter, model daughter. So they got together, you know, October, shortly after she turned 19. They broke up in January so that he could go to rehab. So he explains that it just didn't work out because she's too young for his lifestyle, which is his lifestyle is just being a person with issues. And um, eating his scabs. Eating his scabies. Scabies, exactly. Hashtag, if you guys are on team eating scabies, tweet us at hashtag eating scabies. All right. So anyway, he, um, she says like, she's very young. He goes, I'm fucking going through it a lot. And it was before I went to rehab. It's just like, she should be having fun. She shouldn't have to worry about some dude that has issues and shit, which I agree with. It's like, if you're dating a guy for three months and already your parents are like called to your apartment to intervene. It's like it's, something's not working out. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. But, you know, we all kind of date those times when we're 18, right? Oh, um, just me? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just you on this one. Like I hear crickets, see tumbleweeds go. I know. I'm like, well, I'm like looking back being like, oh, I'm sorry, you, we were having dates at 18? <laughs> Y'all were dating at 18? Okay. <laughs> so he also talks about being engaged to Ariana Grande. So got together in may 2018 and remember how they got engaged a month later in yeah. june so then in september <clears throat> ariana's ex mac miller passed away of a drug overdose and um she had like just broken up with mac miller when she got with pete davidson so pete says he knew they were gonna break up after mac miller died um because he's yeah. like that's super hard and everything and i mean yeah that's that's like a trauma that's not going to be great for a relationship of, you know. Yeah, and she was probably still in love with him, and mm-hmm. she was digmatized by Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. And then when her Mac Miller died, her coochie turned off and her brain turned on. And she mm-hmm. realized, like, I can't 
be in a relationship. Yeah, her brain was just like, I can't. That was it. Yeah. Um, Pete also talks about being on SNL. So Pete's been on SNL since 2014. And that's Pete, a long time. I, I didn't know that. I thought it was maybe a couple years. Yeah, because his thing was that he's the youngest person who's ever been on SNL. He like joined when he was like 18 or 19 or something. So he was like a baby. Babies having babies. So he's probably not going to break Keenan Thompson's record anytime soon because no. Pete thinks he shouldn't be on the show anymore. Pete kind of in the interview, it was almost like he was giving his two weeks notice. Well, you know what to me was very like Katherine Heigl. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Anyway, so Pete is basically Katherine Heigl. He says that he thinks that they're making fun of him on the show even when he's not around because he's always taking time off. I like, I here's the thing is like, I personally think I should be done with that show because they make fun of me on it. Like, That's the point. It's a comedy sketch show. No, but like, I get it. But like, I'm like cold open, like political punchlines. Like, I'm like, we can update jokes. Like, gotcha. not like hot, not like when, like when I'm not there. Like, they'll be like, huh, 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 but pizza fucking jerk face. And you're like, whose side are you on? You know, it's like a weird, I have a weird feeling in that building where I don't know whose team they're playing for, really. If I'm the joke or I'm in on the joke. So, like, since I I really wanted last year to be my uh, last year, but, um, you know, I'm still around and uh, trying to to knock it away. So So it doesn't feel like a family environment at SNL? I mean, like, Lauren's the shit, and he's, like, the best and has treated me with nothing but love, and he's, like, a father figure to me. But, you know, as far as, like, everyone else, it's like, you know, it's a cutthroat fucking show. Everyone's trying to get their shit on. Everyone wants to be the next thing, you know? So it's not, like, a loving care like you're not gonna get coddled over there you know they don't they don't give a fuck at the end of the day yeah and he goes on there and talks about it like if he really didn't want to be the joke if he really didn't want to be the story be like listen i'm not going to talk about it that's my private life or whatever yeah don't go on weekend update and then like roast yourself up to colin jost every week every he week. was doing that shit yeah. that it was like he loved it that's why i was like shut up you created it you love it i know it was like oh another week where he's gonna make a dariana grande joke okay we're going there that's fine yes so he so he also thinks that he's being kind of um painted into a corner a dummy corner he thinks that he only gets chances to play dummy characters and you know what yeah, Pete Davidson, I bet he has range. If they let him... He does not. That's like... Bit, I bet he's got range. Every character he plays, and he doesn't play dummy, only dummy characters. Mm-hmm. Like, every character he plays is just Pete Davidson in a wig. Like, yes, yes, yes. He does the same thing. Yeah, one, okay, so one time I took an improv class. Oh, my God, admitting that out loud is so shameful. So I took an improv class, and one of my notes at the end of it was like, Allison, you play the same character yourself. And I was like, yeah, I do. I look at I don't I'm not saying I have range here, but that's But you playing yourself game. isn't bad. Pete Davidson playing himself. I was uh, doing it I was doing it in a class of like fifteen people. No one saw what I was doing. So I'm good. He's on live TV every week. So um also Pete says that he considers Lauren Michaels a father figure, which is nice because Pete doesn't have a dad, but not everyone at SNL thinks that's cute. So according to sources that spoke to page six they think it's definitely like a teacher's pet situation. They think that Lauren Michaels is giving Pete Davidson so much special treatment. Like they let him go and film movies and take time off for weddings and all that kind of stuff. And they, the source says like Pete is just kind of there. It Like the cast isn't 
they're not really into him. Translation, Pete and Lauren totally fucking. Oh, oh my God. See, I was going to say Pete is helping Lauren with his um, cell phone, linking his email up to his smartphone. As they fuck. <laughs> So this is where Allison and I go over five stories, starting with Al Pacino. So Al Pacino is 79 years old. Mm-hmm. He was dating Israeli actress Mital Dohan, who is 43 years old. They were dating for about f- two years. Mm-hmm. They broke up and she told Lalsha magazine that their love ended partly because he's old. So she said, it's hard to be with a man so old, even Al Pacino. The age gap is difficult. Yes, I tried to deny it, but now he's already an elderly man, to be honest. So even with all my love, it didn't last. And when asked if she has memories and like gifts he got her to remember him by, she said, he only bought me flowers. How can I say politely that he didn't like to spend money? So she ended the interview by saying that she's happy the relationship happened and hopes that they can stay good friends. Good luck with that, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. He's deleted your number. I mean, obviously... Okay, first of all, Al Pacino is younger than I thought he was. How old do you think he was? 90? <laughs> I mean, kind of close to... I didn't think he was... You thought he was like in his 80s. Yeah, exactly. So it's like 79 is still... That's a spring chicken. But like, I think she... I think that she's maybe... She's got a very good heart because I think that someone who's like a true gold digger knows that you get the prize after he dies. And like if she had stuck around, he's 79, like she'd stuck around for like maybe 10 years, then she would have gotten more than flowers. Well, she had to marry him. Yeah. Yeah. She did marry him. So I don't necessarily know if he's cheap. I just think that he's maybe he was maybe he was testing her to see if she was in it for the right reasons. Which you failed. Yeah, failed. <laughs> failed. But he, I he, wants a gold, he wants a gold digger. <laughs> I personally love her because mm-hmm. she's telling it all. And not only that, her interview like was basically a gold digger PSA to <clears throat> aspiring gold diggers, letting them know to not even bother with Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Chapino. Chipino is more <laughs> like it. I try to make that work. It didn't. No, it did. no, it's good. I like it. I liked it. <laughs> it's A for effort. So yes. the cast for the remake of the Little Shop of Horrors movie, the new, the, re- the mm-hmm. revival, marine remake or whatever the hell mm-hmm. we're calling it, is coming together. So Greg Berlanti is directing it. Mm-hmm. And The Hollywood Reporter says that Billy Porter has signed on to do the voice of Audrey too. So we already talked nice. about how Scarlett Johansson is in talks for Audrey and mm-hmm. Taron Egerton is in talks for Seymour. Mm-hmm. So now we're hearing that Chris Evans is in talks to play the crazy lady-beating dentist Oren Scrivello DDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Martin played him in the 1986 movie. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Well, this is great news for everyone, but Chris Evans. So Chris is really active on Twitter. Um but he's going to have to disable his account after he gets his one million DM asking, like, drill me daddy, drill me sadistic dental daddy. Is it going to be from you? Yes, I'll be like, <laughs> my root canal with your needle, dental daddy. <laughs> no, I think it's a great choice. Really? I do. I oh, think my that, God. So, you, did you not see him with that mustache? See, besides Billy Porter, to me, this cast is a mess. So oh, Chris, it's a Evans, it's a Chris Evans is like too hot and he's the wrong kind of hot for that role to me he's like preppy hot like who do you think it should be well i don't someone not is like preppy or hot you know he looks like 
His idea of a little shop of horrors is a Macy's that's out of Lacoste polo shirts. Oh, yeah. That's what he looks like. He doesn't look like the sadistic dentist. I'm on I'm on board with him because I think that I've seen Chris Evans with a mustache. I think that he can get like he can he can get like dirty sort of a mm, little. I'm going to say maybe like Donald Glover. Ooh, Donald Glover would have been good. Also, if they really want to go old, I would say John Hamm. Not, not the right kind of hot. <laughs> Let me see. Maybe I am. Uh, Pete Doherty. Let's just go with Pete Doherty. <laughs> but like, honestly, at this rate, like Crystal, Rona, and Chiffon are going to be played by Megan Trainer, Miley Cyrus, and Camila Cabello. Oh my God, how dare I you? Do not put that out into the universe. I guarantee you. Do not take that back right now. <laughs> so B&G Foods, who makes Mrs. Dash, which, mm-hmm. if you don't know, is a line of salt-free seasonings, mm-hmm. has announced that they're dropping the Mrs. from their name and only going by Dash. The Kardashians are going to sue in three, two, mm-hmm. one. By the way, Mrs. Dash is not a real person. I know. But still, Mrs. Dash can finally live a life free from creeps coming up to her and being like, so is there a Mr. Dash? Who was doing that? Uncle Ben? Yeah, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Maybe Mrs. Butterworth. I don't know. <laughs> but Dash is a is a better name anyway, because whenever I have th- their seasonings, I want to dash over to the kitchen cabinet to get some salt. Oh, yeah. You don't use a dash. He's a dump. <laughs> He's a dump. Dash. Dash. Dash is awful. Okay. Dash. My apologies. Yeah, you're so not going to. You're so not going to get free Miss what Miss Dash or whatever they're calling you now. So I have not seen Love Is Blind on Netflix. Have you? I have. Yep. I'm in the middle of it. Everyone tells me to watch it, so I'm going to start watching it. Anyways, there's a contestant on there named Jessica, Mm -hmm. and she has a dog with her, and she gives her dog red wine and the dog loves it so of course booze is not good for dogs because you know it makes them all needy and they start crying about how they're never going to find love and they (laughs) buy a bunch of stuff on amazon that they don't need so it's not good for them for other reasons too but okay so michael jessica is she seems like a nice person is this like an emotional support dog no, I don't think so. She just they just let her bring a dog. Yeah, because they like they're always like hanging out in their booths. Like they always have like yeah. blankets and wine. So it's like maybe she's just like this brings me comfort. But do listen, other people have pets? No. So I'm not. Why do they let her bring one? Unclear. Unclear. Yeah, needs, needs verification. <laughs> well, listen, they needed a dog to drink wine. Yeah. So listen, they, yeah. I think it's definitely the dog's choice though, because the dog is like, listen, I have to tolerate that sexy baby voice 24 hours a day and it's the only thing that helps me cope because jessica honestly talks like she's like hey i'm jessica and so that's like every bachelor contestant yes i don't know why she's not on the bachelor they probably rejected her yeah because you wanted to bring the dog yeah (laughs) they're like we've already had a contestant with a dog try love is blind okay but my dog (laughs) always wants to drink my wine (laughs) always alcoholic dog so now you're saying like i have a slutty baby voice and he's like no i just think you have you are hardcore dog no so like whenever i'm sitting with him on the sofa and i have wine with me he tries to get to my glass like he tries to drink it i have to like put it far away from him and he keeps trying to drink it like maybe it's like because it's fruity i don't know or maybe because he sees me drinking it all the time so he's like it must be good like and that also probably explains why he licks ass (laughs) so maybe or maybe your dog just likes to party 
That's probably it, yeah. yeah. Or like you said, he just needs to sedate himself from being around me. <laughs> That's it. Answer number four, whatever mm-hmm. that was. Okay, so Twitter user um, Loud and Fearless started a thread on there for people to name a movie that traumatized them as a child. Uh, the answers were everything from Jumanji mm-hmm. to Bambi. The Exorcist, Jeepers Creepers, Jaws, Poltergeist, Mommy Dearest, The Omen, The Shining. And someone said Mars Attacks, which made me feel really old. But um, (laughs) what's yours, Allison? Okay, my list begins and ends with Return to Oz. Okay, I I saw someone say that too, yeah. Return to Oz, I watched it at a, I watched it out of context. Like I like walked into like my parents' bedroom and it was like on TV or something. And it like, it was at a super scary part, like with all the like Queen's headless heads and stuff. And so I was terrified of that. But I also, I think that's a kind of a common answer. Like I think most people can agree that Return to Oz is super fucked up. Mm, so yeah, my second choice is um, in Fern Gully, we're introduced to Tim Curry. Um, he plays a character called Hexus and it's basically like, He's oil and smog, but he's really sexy. And um, then at the end, he turns from, like, sexy, oily um, stud hexus to, like, this scary on fire skeleton. And that, like, ooh, that destroyed my nightmares. That was, like, really Like, scary. you couldn't sleep. Oh, I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it at all. Ooh, it was too scary for me. Because I also didn't like the transition from sexy to that. Yeah. It's not right. So what was what is yours? I honestly cannot think of one. Like I nothing really traumatized me as a child. That says <laughs> I imagine, everything. I imagine you sitting there, you're just like watching some scary shit. You're like, no big deal. Whatever, whatever. Well, like yeah, I can watch. You're like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I think I can tell myself like this, even as a kid, like this is not real. This is like maybe Amityville Horror scared me a little bit. Yeah. But like nothing really like traumatized me. I think the thing that got the closest maybe was the bunny scene in Fatal Attraction. Like, Cause you see the bunny. Yeah, but Michael. But even then what? I was like You're rooting. Watching- I was like rooting for Glenn Close, even though she's the villain and she's insane because she would look so glamorous. I'm sure. So yeah. That white so, yeah, dress this, is beautiful. Yeah, this explains pretty much everything. But also what age were you watching Fatal Attraction? Again, this explains <laughs> way too young. This ends another one of our mini episodes. We'll be back with regular sized episodes soon. Podcasting is hard. Um, but if you've got a question or a tip or a story for us, you can email us at DTP at delisted.com. Yes. So thank you, Allison. Till next week. Au revoir, Michael. Au revoir. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.